0: welcome to drinking during business hours where we have interesting conversations over a great bottle of wine drinking is optional so sometimes my guest doesn't drink and they just watch me drink that's fine too i'm sarah halstead your host support the show by subscribing following liking and reviewing our episodes check out my website sarah j halstead for my latest stand updates and social media links Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Normally, it's a beautiful sunny day in Los Angeles, but this time it's after hours. And being a comedian, and I'm actually interviewing a friend, fellow comedian, someone whom I admire greatly, a legend, in fact, but because we're comedians... At ten o'clock at night, it's business. (laughs) (laughs) So I, am really excited to have this guest today. I'll never forget the first time I saw Craig Shoemaker live. I was familiar with his work; I had seen uh, and was a a fan of Datitude, which you can find on Showtime. Uh, And I, 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 so I was already a really big fan of his work. But to see him live is something all together, different altogether. I saw him at comedy, oh, what was it? Uh in Redondo Beach.
1: Comedy Magic Club. Co- Hermosa.
0: Hermosa. Yeah. Hermosa comedy magic club. Like a club.
1: temple for comedians.
0: And Craig Shoemaker, you make the floor rumble. It's the fall out of your chair laughter. The tag and the ta- and the callback and the callback and the callback and people just can't even contain themselves. They're, <laughs> they're spitting out <laughs> their drinks. They're literally on the floor. And I just thought to myself, what is it like? To have that kind of power in the palm of your hand.
1: Never do I feel
0: it. Like I, <laughs> I never
1: feel so, it. It's other people's perception. I've heard it a lot. So but I'm not up there going, ooh, you are unbelievable. <laughs>
0: so so let's just get this started. I want to talk about everything. Comedy
1: Magic Club, by the way, is a temple for comedians. You know. I had an experience there with other headliners. Yes. This is who I saw. This is back in 1988. I just I just had moved out here. I couldn't believe that I was in Hollywood and a and yeah. I go to the Comedy Magic Club. It's a legendary place. Leno plays there for the last 40 years every Sunday. And it was it was uh, Dennis Miller, mm. who was really popular then. He was Saturday Night Live. He did the weekend update. And, and then it was opening for him was Dana Carvey developing this wow. character called the Church Lady. Oh, <laughs> Deve- developing the Church yeah, Lady. Which was so weird to see. That. And their opening act was an unknown guy. Wow. It was so young. He oh, actually boy. said his mother dropped him off, and she was at Ralph's shopping. <laughs> and it was David Spade.
0: Oh goodness! And I
1: sat there and I said, "Someday I want to be on that stage." You know, we have these dreams. Yeah,
0: well, that's that was my epiphany the first time I saw you there. I yeah. felt the same way.
1: Oh, you. So you would. You just saw me. I, at-
0: I just moved to town. Wow, same thing. Then. And I, same. I was leaning up against the wall. The wow. booker wouldn't let me sit because I was just, you know, yeah. I, I told him, hey, I'm getting into comedy. I just want to watch. And it was a full house. He didn't have room for me.
2: Right. So yeah. I,
0: I I was holding up the wall <laughs> while you were on stage. And I mean, it's a good thing I was holding it up because you just were about to bring I the place there. down.
1: Ever since a year later, George Wallace got me the job, the great comedian George yeah, Wallace. Yeah, George Wallace. He got me there and I've worked there every year since. And it's just a... Every time on that stage, I have that feeling, like I cannot believe this is your stage. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it's just so one of you, those bucket list dreams.
0: So was it? Is that your home club?
1: No, I, I don't really have a home club, but yeah, I mean, I play there in, w- once, twice a year in it Southern be, California. It used yeah. to be more, but now there's nine thousand comedians. Right, so they are lucky to probably get a
0: more exactly. They do now- like ten
1: comic nights now instead of doing a headliner, and I do the thing where I, you know, I do a long show, so I always ask for. They hate it. I do an hour and a half.
0: But. Yeah, you you have a, a really tight 90 minutes, and I have witnessed it a lot because I'm fortunate enough to feature for you. Yeah. I and would consider
1: myself like a marathoner. I'm not a sprinter, so I'm not like great on television for those five-minute sets, and some people are yeah. really good at it. I saw a guy tonight, uh, Brian Kylie's He's really brilliant. Okay. And he said one line, one line, one line, and he's just so wonderful at that that Race. there
0: are those comics that just punch 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 right. and and don't necessarily have the story don't have the arc exactly And so it's okay right. they get away with it but you do tell a story yeah you have we- a beginning a middle and end and then another end and right, then another right, end right. <laughs> I, consider it
1: like, I consider it like this I have an idea and then it's a joke or a line and then it's a piece then it's a hunk yeah and I can actually take something another piece from somewhere else and put it in and make it a hunk
0: now, just do you
1: develop each piece?
0: So, and, so let's go, go back because I, I, I love, love, love dissecting your work, and I, I've had the the pleasure of doing that when we've been on the road, and I and never knew
1: that I've been dissected before. I've, I, yeah, I do. I dissect. Like a lab? I dissect.
0: Yes, you're <laughs> really? my lab. You're you're my lab. You're 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 my experiment. Uh, well, you know, I just because we, I, I've opened for you quite a bit. Yeah. So and and i i like to listen and i i like to learn and i i like to observe the crowd and what's the biggest
1: thing that you learn like, from from, from
0: you well yeah. i learned the importance of being consistent mm. you don't really go off the the map right. you you yeah. stay true to the right. to the script without making it sound and look like a script
1: yeah because i can Vary it, and depends on the factors that are there and that are present, and also trying new material, wedge it in there. Like I said, you build the hunks and the pieces and right. stuff like that. So it's always putting it together. But, but I do think consistency. If I were, you know, I mentor a lot of comics, and I do think I tell them, I, say, I just just get your five minutes down, just do yeah. the tightest five minutes, and you become. And that's how I started. It. It's like, oh, you could always depend on me for five, then ten, then seven. I just went backwards. <laughs> yeah, when I hit 10, I had to go back to seven. But I mean, when I had that as a booker, it's I book comedians too. Yes, you time, do. Right? Mm-hmm. I've been producing comedy for years. Mm-hmm. I want to hear, the, I want to know the consistent ones. And the ones yeah. who open for me, I want to know that I can be backstage and I know that they are absolutely killing it, yeah. that they're setting it up for the headliner. And and I always look at it as a play, You know, I, I do a play. It's like a one person show play you know has an opener but that's that's it for me and it's, it's but people has to do guest sets and stuff I go you know you don't go like show up to rent you know them and say do you mind if I try my play in the middle of your play oh <laughs> you know I mean? it's like, yeah it's it any- not gonna work You see yeah. what I'm saying is like yeah. I have it structured mm-hmm. like the night is structured for people you know the audience is most important not you coming in with a guest set and sometimes they get mad at me but um, I I allow it sometimes when they're like really famous. Yeah, yeah, no. It <laughs> like Chris it's, Rock it's a perk eat, for
0: the audience if they're yeah. they they like that to to see famous people, which is really unfortunate sometimes.
1: Well, uh, Chris Rock uh, used my audience at the Comedy Magic Club. Actually, uh, he mm-hmm. would come there every night with his writers when he was ho- uh, hosting the the Oscars. He was okay. hosting the Oscars, not mm-hmm. not like oh so. This God. was
0: this was uh, back uh, ten years ago. Yeah, I guess. yeah, I remember well, maybe that maybe year. More, yeah. I remember that year.
1: I, this tells you about the Oscars. I, I, I'm done now with the Yeah, it was. Or, I, this, this was it for me with this. Such Will a Smith. spectacle, wasn't it? Unbelievable. And that they applauded for Will Smith. It just goes to show you how people treat comedians. We're like the court jesters. They want to behead us for saying the. I mean, I remember even That's back the worst
0: then, it's ever been, though, don't you think?
1: Well, it's, but it's always been bad. I remember when uh, Chris Rock was doing something. He goes, like, Who's Jude Law? June Law he was just having fun and then the all important Sean Penn walks out June Law is a fine actor you know it's a go away comedy boy it's time for the real actors and we don't even have a category they only use us for hosting and the you know, it, it's just, What's
0: everybody's deal? Seriously, how can we why? we not have an
1: Oscar category. There's no comedy, but there's what a is the deal?
0: Com- why Who does cares? Why do does why doesn't it feel like no one has a sense of humor right now? Oh my god, it's so, <laughs> oh my, it's so, it's so And by the way, a time Loosen that we need it more than ever. Yes, that was the exact time we, up. we need
1: to laugh more than ever. And everybody's so offended. And meanwhile, I I have a joke the other. day. The other, I did this joke the other day, and it's and it's a true story. I I I said um, I I hate when people text me when I'm driving. It drives me crazy. Yeah, right. It's
0: distracting. Yeah,
1: it's distracting. And I'm going to be I'm going to go with the temptation, you know, because I'm codependent. I go I got to get back to them. So I said I'm I'm. He says where are you? We're going to golf together. I said I'm on my way, but I'm driving. So you assume that somebody says oh driving. I'm not going to text at all. Keeps texting me.
0: Where are you? Oh, no. Where are you?
1: I've been here 20 minutes. So I'm, annoying. So I'm like, so I'm like trying to text back while I'm driving, and I shouldn't do that. But the L is next to the T, right? And I have big thumbs. I said, when I get there, I'm gonna lick your ass, <laughs> right? So, so I told that joke. See how you laughed?
2: <laughs>
0: someone, someone I just performed for a corporate
1: gig, they leaped or leapt out of their seat to say how offensive that was. They weren't how offensive that ridiculous
0: silly no that's nothing i just came from a show that was called dirty church imagine that is so clean compared to what i just heard oh oh, i know
1: well they're talking about real ass exactly
0: this this is that's funny it has nice rhythm it was set up it was a really well constructed beautiful beautifully written joke and
1: that they can be offended by any people can be offended by anything the worst part about it to me was the precedence that this sets. Yes. Because now people already, the the Karens and Carls of the world, we're already screaming at everything. Everybody's so entitled. They think there's a place and time for everything. Just take the comedian by the, you know, just DM them, talk to them afterwards, whatever it is. You don't need to interrupt the show for everyone else because you have a personal offense, which is always a stupid offense, by the way. It's very rare. It's not personal. Don't take it personal. And even Chris Rock said something, G.I. Jane, oh boy, there's an insult. A really hot looking Oh my God, I would be so flattered. Woman, right? right? Yeah, I would it's not be like you said, so flattered. Hey, you should, be, you should play in the Uncle Fester. In the, in, <laughs> you do sound like In the Adam like family. <laughs> you, play Uncle. you know what? Alopecia, you could be, you I... can do the Jeff Ross uh, biopic. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say that. Now that's
0: offensive. <laughs> yeah,
1: not, uh, yes, to, 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 to say that she looks like Jeff Ross, I would get up on that one, but I still wouldn't slap Oh, my what, God. What, what they're saying is the comedians, there's no boundaries with us. They, the people can attack. Look, we're yeah. already censored. We're already cancel cultured as it is. We always have the FCC after us for stupid language. In the meantime, when well, they show murder, molestation on television, death counts. For co- of and, course. And you say a little, I'm going to F them up with an F-bomb. I'm, are you serious? It's unbelievable. It's, we're so mixed up. We're so mixed up and the comedians are the first to go.
0: So this particular person leapt out of their chair and interrupted the, your No, set. no, went
1: right over to the booker oh. and, was, was, and, and voiced the offense, like, I want my money oh. back. See, they weren't listening anyway. They, they thought I told a lick-ass Don't ass let the joke.
0: door hit them on the ass, right? Well, they paid me I really mean. well. Oh, okay. <laughs> that All right, so prompt, maybe uh, I'll open that door, Erase. Just, yes, I'll take Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do to make it up to you? I, no. th-
1: I think that we, as comedians need to stop fighting one another, right? You know, because there's clicks and things like that. And there clubs, are circles. You know, it gets competitive. It's just terrible. And I just think we should support one another and have all times to do it. Yeah. We're all for the same cause. This is the same with politics, like right and left. Well, you'll eat your own. To, to much to your detriment of the whole, I mean, it's yeah, it's it makes no sense to me how comics knock one another. No, no, we're in the same th- boat here.
0: I don't no, analyze,
1: scrutinize that's what other people do to us anyway. They vilify everything, every word. Oh, we're airing our dirty this. laundry. Oh, he to was, the
0: people we love. Yeah,
1: I'm arguing with someone on Facebook. He's, he's mocking her disease. He was not mocking her disease. I said, Tell me one part of the joke that was He Couldn't do it. But now he's like sending me links and this is how so-and-so says. that Nobody can think for themselves. I was like, have a debate with me and talk to me without – I said, I'm not going to go to your links. Then he would send me another link about people that don't go to links.
0: <laughs> so you open you, you have engagement on your so because I disengage. Do I wrote really? something on my Facebook and it got 274 comments okay. about the Will Smith thing. I oh, didn't I didn't oh, wow. reply to one. No way. No. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm a little I devil. yeah, I just I'm I I
0: don't devil. want to get caught in that I do <laughs> I, I would be in it for days and days and days True, and it's... I have shit to do, you well, know. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I know I do I do too. And the shit I have to do is is shit on that. No, well, maybe maybe I want but to you feel like to, to, to engage,
0: right? Right, and so I and, want to be an example, and, and it's also part of your fan base as well.
1: Yes, it is, and I've had people that defan me. Is that right word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they defan me. I mean, I said, I mean, I said one word about Donald Trump, and this is a guy that literally subjected himself to a Comedy Central roast, which is nothing worse than a roast, right? He said oh, he volunteered to do it. That's when he needed the press. But he became president, and suddenly, does not go to the you know the correspondence dinner? You can't make fun of him. What in the world? What is the world coming to you? you? can't make fun of the guy. Everybody makes fun of every president. Oh, you make fun of him. So this guy, I said one single word about Donald Trump. He goes, I will no longer pay to see you. I have paid... You know, they do this little, you know, passive aggressive thing. I've seen you for years. I said, so you're going to cut out your favorite comedian. Wow. Over one joke.
0: It just got so intensely.
1: What are you, Sean Penn and and Barbara Streisand? I said, one joke. I would say the same joke about anybody if they did these certain actions.
0: So what comedian can they see? I mean, they're just not going to have humor in their life. That's what I said. You're cutting (laughs) out humor, the most important
1: thing in your life. And that's what people would rather be right, rather be angry than they would laugh. Yeah, I, I, it's it's fascinating. What
0: to me. a dark existence.
1: Well, we all—I mean, there's a big dark existence going. Do you know I'm coaching now? Not, yes, not comedians. Well, is this I do part of—is
0: this part of Laughter Heels? Yes. Why? Well, so in that, 2003, you yeah. founded Laughter Heels. Oh, you're good. LaughterHeels.org. By the way, did, folks, she
1: has no notes in front of I don't.
0: Of her. I'm trying. I'm going by memory. It's very and that's and, very and, and I've been a part of Laughter Heels. Yes. I've I've done some shows mm-hmm. and and what was really uh um. Uh, impressive is you had a big uh, audience during the quarantine you figured out you were one of the few comics (laughs) that figured out how to zoom and have large audiences via Zoom. not
1: large but an audience
0: there were hundreds of people there I mean for zoom that's pretty good on zoom
1: no I had live that was the key in my studio. Well, there were just a few people. of
0: us live. Yeah, exactly. So twenty, 20 people live. You just, right. You
1: have to have laughter. But, but the that, one that we, you yes, know, we're not like the holiday and with the guitar, and you could just have it as background music. We have to have laughs. You so when the, I tried it you on were the Zoom, first one that, to figure that out. Yeah, I figured that out because I said, mm-hmm. oh, you know what, you had my uh, my wife actually said, oh, you had a laugh track. I said, no, those people were in my studio, <laughs> they were the ones brave enough. They came in. They didn't care about the masking or whatever. And by the way, the masking, I I just got so tired of it, too. Well, And you had
0: testing. We all had to get tested upon entering the building because then we didn't know. We thought we We could get it from touching our mail. Uh, I mean, there was a lot. Yeah, the information was not.
1: But now when we look at retrospect. And it's still
0: not clear. (laughs) We still don't don't know. How about
1: the people that wear the mask under their nose with the nose sticking out? Or in their car. It's like putting a condom over your test. It, yes it's, it's not gonna do any and over the
0: mics and it, there's a oh, lot of wife, ambiguity a yeah, lot of ambiguity still but but i then, love the way
1: you call it ambiguity i call it, was, it stupidity yeah it, it <laughs> is rhymes with ambiguity. It, it, yeah right they're kind there's of one and so the stupidity. same that's Which, what
0: we, i meant to say
1: we went, we went crackers <laughs> we just went absolutely and we, we still did are. it's because fear will do that to people mm-hmm. this is the problem also with comedians is people get into fear like they have the fear that they're being you know their emotions are being violated, or their feelings are being violated, and that's people when they're in that place of fear. That's why they act out like that. Will Smith was acting out of fear, and he was overcompensating with his. Well,
0: fear. well and he's a Philly Philly boy like I you. Know, I know. So is that is that just a Philly thing? Is that a, no, a street no, cred? <laughs> you're a you're a big guy. You're very I know. masculine. I,
1: and I have. If, did I,
0: you when you were a kid. Did you kind of you know were you in that boys' club?
1: I was, well, I was a little guy. Oh, you were? I, I won shortest in the school uh, when I was in high school. Oh, when
0: did you when did you shoot up in height? You, people always say, I'm
1: like 6'2 now. And they always go, What'd you go to school with? <laughs> with like yeah. giants or something? Wow. No, I was 5'1 in high school, 92 pounds. That's how that's you came to That's the thing Canadian. with boys.
0: They shoot up, you I know, know right? like at 18, 19. And that's the
1: thing with girls. You just shoot And we stop. Us. But we, but yeah. you grow
0: so fast. have no
1: interest in anyone your age. You're like
0: dating college guys, <laughs> and we're in there. We can. Hey, you want to go to the prom with me? <laughs> we're so mature. But I was you- five seven when oh. I was eleven, and you dated older guys, right? and I, and then I just stayed at five seven. Well, no, it's no, I Not a bad I height didn't.
1: to stay at, right? I mean. I'm glad My, I didn't stay five one.
0: There's that's no. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for you too. Yes, You're, you have a very strong presence, but you would be even if you were five one. You would have well, the same presence. The, the, the presence is there
1: because of being beaten up. I mean, I was beaten up a lot. So you were bullied. Oh, big time. I was kidnapped. It, well, at I was 5-1, actually, I was you were kidnapped. Oh, yeah. tell, tell, Do tell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, serial pedophile. Was, I didn't know it. Oh, my God. He, he befriended me. became a dad. I didn't have a dad. That's who they always, you know, they always go for that. You have such a
0: story. He's you a, didn't have a dad. You met him later on. I know a little bit about this because of our talks. And I have a new sister on the road. from him. <laughs> Who's really cool, by and, the way.
1: He's a cult leader. Oh, that's right. You met my sister. I like your sister a lot. That's she right. likes me. My new yeah. sister. Her, which is really weird. I didn't grow up with her, but and she's she, from Michigan. And she was, um, her her mom was like my dad's a cult leader. and Her mom was the first one in, and the first and one to leave too. He, the <laughs>
0: first time I heard you say your dad was a cult leader, I thought it was a metaphor for oh. something. I thought, but no, he really is. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, if you're listening, his father is a uh, big love. It's uh, he way. had se- several wives.
1: Something you really said that was funny. and You didn't realize it. If you're listening, of course they're listening. If you're listening,
0: <laughs> if you're listening, or if you just tuned I realized me out. I said it. If I'm just back. I know music. what I said. If you're really listening <laughs> to me right now. So if you're still on, <laughs> so,
1: so, yeah, my dad running mule rides in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania It was a quite a, a quite an experience having a dad like
0: that. And, and you met him later on.
1: I know he would come through the years. He would, uh, matter of fact, all these pain points all led to me being a comedian. I think it led to me being a really good comedian too because yeah. it was so motivating not to have that pain anymore and to get through that pain and to work on that stuff. And when I coach, I, you know, I coach people, even I have a lot of real estate agents, a mortgage guy. So not just comedians. Oh yeah, I coach people how to alchemize your humor and your laughter and turn it into gold in your life because it's such a great thing to make people laugh. You think your best friends that you grew up with are always someone you share laughs with. You, you, you know, you get rid of walls when you do this, when you make people laugh. People are not afraid of you. I mean, they're not intimidated by you. They're one of you, you know, and I teach.
0: teach well, it's, it's, such a, it's such a powerful. It's powerful. Uh, talent and, yeah, and, and, and characteristic. And how, how did you cultivate it as a kid? So you're bullied, your dad is in and out. How did, what was your, your first moment where you, the epiphany that you might wanna be a comic? It's funny i've never been
1: even if i've been asked this but it is coming up for me there is something i've never talked about was the moment that it happened mm. there was that moment very clear uh fourth grade moved to another school we used to get we moved a lot i thought the word evict meant move like the same word i thought here's the eviction truck mommy mm. and we'd pack up and, and go again my mom would cry she'd read the letter and moved in with an uncle, moved in with an aunt and you know all this kind of stuff we're just around in apartments and rental houses and stuff like that we just never knew where we were going to live my mom was on a secretary's wage my dad he wouldn't you know he wouldn't give any I thought his name was doesn't doesn't pay the child support that was oh, wow. he doesn't pay the child support he just
0: And how many were there of you?
1: Uh well there was two uh, and then there was um there was other people like in and out and stuff like that, you know, like had, half half siblings. We had, we had different like situations that would go on. It depended on it depended on the month or the year. Okay, <laughs> but, so like yeah.
0: depending on who your mom was dating or eh,
1: no more like uh, more like who we were like family that would take us in and stuff okay. like that. So and you
0: would call people, yeah, aunts and uncles. And we, and and... we had Myrtle.
1: Myrtle was really cool. This uh, large African American woman and, and truly the most loving person I had ever met in my life. I and mean, she
0: kind of took in your family. Well, what? she. She was
1: she was like hired, but you know, because we were alone as kids. You know, you can't be alone when you're home from school. My mom's at work until yeah. like six, seven at night. You know. And, so and what did your mom do? She was a, a secretary, legal secretary, oh, okay. then she became a paralegal. And and mm. you know, so wow. Myrtle would take care of us, and I love Myrtle because she was so expressive. And you know, white people aren't as expressive. Yeah. You know, I mean, like we suppress her so, feelings. So I always, always like had just this magnetic pull to African Americans or black whatever you know I mean I always had this pull then I found out 14% Ghana anyway but
0: Yeah that's it that's in his act, by the way I, found that out, I highly recommend I was, you wait, see wait, Craig wait, live to, to see that bit <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's getting brilliant. Bigger
1: too So I mean but I have always had this like this pull because she was so authentic mm. and a lot of people that I know are image conscious and it prevents them from being artists. You know, most of the people in my area that I come from, it's all about what you look like, what you sound like, you know, what that whole thing instead of what you feel like. Mm. And she always gave me this warm feeling. And she didn't even have to talk. She had these noises. She'd go, mm-hmm,
0: mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Like so, a TV so, character. mm 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 So you knew I, I, I where loved. you stood with Myrtle. Exactly.
1: Always knew. And, and, and she'd say, you're, you're my white grandson. Aww. And she'd have me over, you know, and I was there in her all-black neighborhood, and I would go, and she'd make fried chicken and stuff.
0: Oh, I bet that was delicious. And it was
1: not only delicious, it was just the way it was made, you know, with with this care and love and- there was something generation so like
0: would, her grandmother. It was exactly, her grandmother's exactly. recipe, great grandmother's recipe. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And
1: she's got the screen to put it over the, so the oil doesn't boil over and burn your arms and stuff. I just remember <laughs> and and, and she, they had. I, I remember one thing that she had in the living room it was for she had plastic slip covers over the, over all the furniture. That was oh, pretty funny. That's so funny. And People
0: she, used to do that back in the day. I don't know that, if they still do. But I don't know if they do. I never either. really understood that, but it was it,
1: it was not a it wasn't a good feel. And, and I and, and I, I thought like.
0: Her who's worthy of removing <laughs> that plastic from the furniture? I wonder if they do that for anyone. Yeah, never well, for me. I was never worthy of no, that. I,
1: I, never, <laughs> I never once saw it removed. But I remember she had pictures of the most famous people that she knew were, um, uh, they did roller derby. She mm. was friends with this, like this captain of the Philadelphia team of the roller derby. And I remember going, oh my God, she knows him. name is Trotter. I've never got Trotter. But meantime, then I found out years later, it wasn't real. (laughs) Roller derby's not real. But I'm going, oh, my
0: God, you know, this is a great athlete. You know, did did she make up stories? Well, no, she knew the
1: guy somehow. I mean, there's this autograph, this big picture. And but she would have me over. And it was just this feeling of a a true feeling with no filter. You know, Mm. and that's the thing is most people that I grew up with, including my family, have this filter of like, don't you dare ever expose anything. And to me, the great comedy is when you do oh, yeah. reveal these deep secrets. You're only oh, as yeah. sick as your secrets. too. I think that's what's going on with the world is nobody apologizes, nobody admits anything. To me, everything that I do is just makes me more free that's every when it, day. You
0: get the biggest laughs. And then. The more, yeah, vulnerable. The, the, vibra- the vulnerable
1: leads to mm-hmm. the vibration of love and the connection that you're having with an audience. And it's, I call it genuine energy flow. You're in a flow. With no kinks, no filters, no anything. You're just connecting. It is it. It's it's a resonance that I can't even describe. And when I have that, I'm talking one on one too. One on one. It could be one on. I've done seventy five thousand people at once. Seventy five thousand people in a stadium. Twice. What
0: stadium was this?
1: The University of Florida did it twice.
0: Oof. And I. I can't even imagine. Oh
1: my God. (gasps) It was.
0: Is it, have, so describe that I would tell a, would tell it a like, joke
1: it was so far away that people were all the way at the other end zone they were so far away I had to wait for the laugh to come back
0: did that kind of it mess, like, it like mess up your rhythm oh yeah I had to yeah. slow it down
1: like really slow. Uh, wait for the punch. Did,
0: did you have them where the joke's <sighs> landing no
1: not only did they land, they had me back. I'm the only comedian they ever had back. I mean, maybe one other. And they've had like Richard Pryor, Bob Hope, Robin Williams. They've all the, you know,
0: I was asked you got Comedian of the Year from the American Comedy Awards you on the ABC. Whole, the whole bio. And it, I mean, it's impressive. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't, I... It's... You're impressive. You're like Rain Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. 19, ni- that's, 1998. That's my de- truth. De- I'm going to come out about de- that shortly. De- yes. Def- definitely one uh, but, Comedian uh, of the Year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, but so you're used to performing performing in front of big crowds was this post uh, was this post winning that award uh performing in front of seventy five thousand. just 000? before it i probably okay.
1: helped me win the award but yeah because the audience votes and there's seventy thousand votes I, like how do you book
0: how do you get into that event how well, they, did you you know they
1: i was on the you're rise. already craig shoemaker at that point. was on the point. rise and they you know okay they picked all comedians that were pretty big i mean the list is incredible the people did the gator crowd i mean it's, Ridiculous. But, but t- It's like a who's who.
0: And w- talking about that rise, I mean, you, when you grew into six foot two and good looking, you know, and, and you, you were an actor as well. Did you study acting or did yeah. you just kind of get into that through happenstance?
1: No, I, I love acting. I stu- I'd rather act than do comedy, believe it or not. I, mean, I, I do I really, believe it. I really enjoy I,
0: what What came first, the comedy or the acting?
1: Well, the acting, because I was you know younger I didn't really do stand-up All I was telling you about my debut though was fourth grade and I really was like a tortured kid as a matter of fact that teacher in fourth grade put me in a closet imagine this going on today oh, the teacher was so bad for an entire then. day with my hands hog tied behind my back with blue yarn I'll never forget it wow and she said you sit on this box I had to sit on a box the whole day don't get up from this box you'll have another detention. And by the way, I was so defiant. I used to get up uh, from there and I would look out the vent. I would look up the vent for her fat legs and you know, her mini skirt because she would come on and I would yeah, I would I would jump back up on the box. Can you imagine that going on today. No. But here's what happened how Atrocious. I shifted. I shifted her and I shifted the, I mean, I'm telling you, this this crew, this class tortured me because, you know, and I, I wrote about this recently because I became a smart guy, right? I mean, I thought I was an idiot because they would shame me, and when you're shamed, you're not eating right because you're poor. People don't understand this. The circumstance, your environment, has much to do with your self confidence, oh, which also oh, leads to absolutely. intelligence.
0: How you're dressed, uh, yeah, you're divinely you,
1: intelligent as people were born that way, but then they just put
0: you down, and you, they, you feel less. than. you start to believe it, especially with one parent, and, and, it, and when you're, you're a kid. You're not developed. You can't develop that your frontal lobe your isn't developed. It's just just... My
1: mom's gone all day. My dad would come back every few years, and he would shake my hand. He goes, look at this, you have baby hands. You need man hands. Mm. And, I, and I'd go, oh, my God. And then before he would come, then I would take my mom's emery board you know, for the nails, and I'd, I'd scratch my hands so that I would have them raw so he would wow. have man hands That's to shake.
0: probably hurt even more when you shook his hand. It was all <laughs> yeah, raw. Right right skin. Right. It's like... had, he's like, hey, a <laughs> man hands. Wow. He always put me
1: to work with a shovel and stuff. That was all my visits with my dad so it's all these you know there was none of me there was no joy and I just had this one time I'll never forget and it's I probably was the secret of comedy I told a story about my mom that she would die
0: if I ever so you're in the fourth grade
1: fourth grade I just blurted it out in class one day I don't know how I don't know the circumstances of why I was able to sort of have the floor but my mom beat beat me up bad over this uh, over this gla- uh, this vase that I broke. Mm. And she just like whipped me all over the room. And, and I remember describing it to the people. And they were, all the kids in the class were like chuckling. And the, I saw the teacher was like trying to hold back. Like she knew this was wrong, but she was also laughing at the same she's time. She's the
0: same one who tied yeah. you in the closet so, though.
1: So she, yeah. So she's going like this, like chuckling. She has her hand over her mouth because she doesn't want to laugh. But I was so funny. <laughs> I'm telling the story, the story of story pain. Of, yes, my mom literally something to- very painful, the wall. Humiliating. I described it, and oh, everybody was roaring, laughing, and that was it. It was like cracked. I was
0: addicted. They loved hearing that hurtful story. <laughs> do you, and do you know what the
1: secret of comedy is of what I did? Tell the truth. Yeah. Tell your story. Yeah. Don't tell jokes. Tell your story get to know you and you reveal yourself. So obviously I was revealing this, this self of being beaten up and my mom and stuff like that, which most people would never talk about that stuff. And that's the day I got it. I mean, I were, okay,
0: this works. And everyone could relate. I'm sure because that's what you did. You spanked your kids. You roughed them up a little. Oh yeah. Some, yeah. I mean, some more than others,
1: you know, I broke something and my mom had no money. So I totally get it. But you know, it's just, if you reveal yourself to people, there is a vulnerability there that is attractive. Yeah. It's not attractive to everyone, by the way. Some people want you to be tough. This is the people you know that fifty-six percent of women in the country supported Will Smith in this.
0: That really makes me sick. Makes me sick. You know. And and what some, about the some are co- now? some are female comedians that came forward and supported them as well. And <sighs> but there's a there's an agenda there. There's an and I'm not gonna say any names, but the female comedians, they hang out with Will and Jada, and you know, there's, there's this, whatever that Hollywood climy oh, thing is. That, ovation, uh, really, exactly, or yeah. Some, something just illegal. Just they're afraid, and, and it's so, privilege.
1: And just looking it's, for a reason or saying that it's this, that there is no reason to, for assault. No, you do absolutely
0: not, not. You do not ever it was do so that. Upsetting. There's
1: no excuse, especially even that joke to to take apart that joke and say.
0: No. It was you know, so, athletic. so upsetting.
1: No, talk to them later. Or heckle from the audience. Even There's a lot of other options besides walking up there. Violent.
0: And where was security? His rage. Oh, no. Where was security? I'm going to give you my
1: theory. This is the thing with people who are patriarchs, that people who are a power. There's something that goes on with the masses that they look up to these uh heroes. It's like hero worship. It's like they can do no wrong. This is why... They did do a standing ovation for this guy. This is why you have certain people that run for president, become president, become leaders, and they do—they say horrible things that anyone else would. There's no way they would ever escalate their careers or, or their.
0: But no, it's but a way to to garner attention. It's 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 a daddy issue problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. People have daddy issues. And, and mommy not, issues. They will not stand. Well, that's another category. Mm-hmm. But they won't stand up to daddy. Nobody's going to stand up to Will Smith because he's a daddy. Mm. You know what I mean? He's got the that man. power. Yeah. Patriarchal, you know, domineering, dominant, old school. You listen to me or I'll beat your ass. That's the way, that's, that's that whole thing that goes on. And people follow it. He's Ali. And they don't do that. With comics, comics are offended by the reason is because we're telling a truth that they don't want to see. No one wants to see O.J. Simpson. Remember, it was half the people; it was every piece of evidence was against him.
0: Yeah, Our people still Defend. will not say anything to, right. to him or, you know, right. or confront him. That's well, not the, until that's the like coast the, is clear. That's like they the, do it when they feel like they like they're not going to get you know yeah, that's any the, flack or right. or um, have any stink on. It, they don't want to have egg on their, their face. They wait until the coast is clear. And that also kind of bothered me. No one was defending Chris Rock for the first Wow. eight hours. Did you notice wow. that? How I'm, quiet it was? Because they have to check in. They were quiet.
1: They, uh, people, it was just
0: you could hear crickets.
1: Followers need to check in with others to see how they're supposed to feel, how they're supposed to act. Mm-hmm. That's what follow, it's the follower mentality, and it's taken it's, well, maybe it's because of social media. media. Maybe yeah. it's because of social media because we see it more, or maybe that's what's causing it. Mm-hmm. But the follower mentality, Sarah, if I'm proud of anything in my life, it's my individuality. Yeah, it's, it's, you it's got the, it. It's the connection with the light that I truly am, this, this po- potency that wants to be revealed. And all of us, by is what I teach. It, 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 what, it. We are born happy. We're born laughing. We're born with smiles on our faces, and then they slap you right away get in line my new book is called get out of line and into alignment get in alignment with yourself you are joy you are happiness right don't you want more of that so i want more of that and we have less of I it i can't
0: wait to read your book your last book was a bestseller
1: yeah thank you but you just have the whole bio down. no no well you, you do your you last book is great well now. i i do I, <laughs> yeah, so you I
0: help you with your merch so uh, uh no it's it's a fantastic book you're a great writer and and when you write, do you have do you have help with that, or do you have a ghostwriter, or do you no. actually write it and give it to an editor? This
1: is what my point was. So I got really bad grades growing up. Mm-hmm. Well, I, again, obviously, for all those circumstances,
0: yeah, yeah of course, I it, you it would have been heroic for you to not oh, to yes. otherwise. And
1: plus, I have you know, I told you I was kidnapped, and I got back, and it was like I was at a ghetto hotel in Washington D.C. Five very long days, didn't know how to get out, no phone. Were, in the were room. you
0: molested? Well, yeah, uh, you know, that
1: was he was a. You
0: know. He was a pedophile? Now, I will tell were you, you the only kid? I will tell you
1: this, I am proud of this. I am. i have always been a very like strong-willed guy, and I got out of the big stuff. Okay. But I took but a But you are a little guy, how old were you when you got kidnapped? 13, and the worst year of my life. And, and I hadn't and had puberty yet, I was still on my were uh, high Were you all voice. over the
0: news? Was it people no. were looking for you? Uh,
1: no, no, because he was a, a friend. He, oh, he no. befriended me and became a dad, and my mom was happy as hell, he took me away.
0: He was oh. taking me I thought I was
1: going to a five star hotel. It was a ghetto hotel with skeleton keys. So no
0: one so you knew that you were being radiator. kidnapped, but no one else knew that you were being exactly. kidnapped. And okay. I told
1: my mom, she said, Don't tell anyone this. And you know you're only as sick as your secrets. Keeping that secret, I'm if anyone I was going to do your live. If anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: anyone's listening. <laughs> I say this. I, I do. I have to say I do have a lot of listeners. This is growing. Have, so thank you. I have
1: no pain around this. Everyone goes, oh, no, don't, don't talk about that. It's usually the people that won't explore their own pain. Yeah. I am so past this that I'm only of service to others to say, don't hold on to secrets like that. It was a very painful time for me. You're only as sick 13. as your Secrets avoidance of pain is worse than any pain. So don't avoid it. Embrace it. Go into it. And I su- I feel so happy today that I can share these stories. Yeah. Well,
0: you have nothing. And, you've you've revealed and, everything. Yes. It's, because, yeah. and it's free. It's liberating. The truth Absolutely. sets you
1: free. Literally sets you free. And I was I was so I was suicidal, and because uh, my mom's don't don't tell anybody this. They won't believe you anyway. And. So I didn't, and I held on to it, and then I, so I tried to commit suicide when I was 13. I, I had neckties, uh, and I put them over the door and on the handle, and I dangled for a while. I was like, you know, and I was uh, my, my mom finally comes in. She goes, what are you doing? Those are new neckties. <laughs> Oh, get shit. up, get up, will you? And, oh, and I got up, I just
0: stood up. I was like dangling Did by it, my it knees. Mean, they didn't have Google then, so you couldn't like no, Google couldn't. how to properly hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, and I, and I or I would have done it too. <laughs> I,
1: I sucked at Boy Scouts too. They had knots and stuff. I, I was like, all I could do was like, tie my shoe, and that was it, I was done. But so I didn't have a very good, but I did dangle for a while and she was so upset that I put the neckties together and she had just bought me these neckties.
0: (laughs) She wasn't going to take it forever to get those knots out. She she didn't care about me committing suicide. (laughs) I was costing her money
1: with the neckties.
0: Wait, was your neck red like were yeah, you so was, like was, you you really gave it a good go no not a
1: really good go I was like I it, was a, have, it was a
0: cry for help
1: it was a cry for help I wanted some attention and, yeah. and she gave it to me so stop it, stop it she's like stop this this is ridiculous <laughs> I always wanted to die but not really die so I could go behind a tree at my own funeral and, and see what people say and see now they're
0: going to regret the guilt. it yeah, I guilt i told you i was <laughs> unhappy you didn't do anything about it i told you not to ground yeah, me i, I told yeah, yeah i think I we all you, have that I, secret miss me especially as a kid i think we yeah, all had that fantasy that's I always you're gonna be sorry funeral. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that immediate so but when you grew into six foot too and yeah. good looking and just decided to take you've said that a
1: few times you know that i do not believe that i'm good looking
0: that's crazy there's and not you... a
1: moment that, and i've had another guy says it recently that my friend ross he was man she was looking at you i never think you know you're talking about even me on stage i'm not thinking oh my god you're so great and or, charismatic
0: so great and confident and I'd a leader i could go on I'm and still on Still that on. little kid i'm still that it little kid floors me it yeah, just still the little it, kid that, that you have overcome what you have and and you are who you are all today. i remember
1: is 13 girls shot me down for the prom and i was always the f word well Fr- were i was were always you still five one i was always girls
0: are funny about height <laughs> well, I know, I know. <laughs> but the funny guy you were the funny guy right? i was and yeah. they say
1: women want a sense of humor not true at all
0: because, <laughs> yeah you say that in your bit too <laughs> yes, it, it's so not true
1: I, I, I've, tried, I've tried the sense of humor thing. You know it, I mean, obviously it is an attractive thing to be to have the sense of humor, but as far as like the sexual attraction, they want the hot guy.
0: Well, I think it's also with experience and age. Yeah. as the more women are experienced with life, they realize that it's going to be a little easier to have a funny guy. Well, but sweet. but if, when you're young you don't realize no. and you just go for the hot guy. Exactly, you go for the hot You're guy. just immature and the 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 girls are immature and the guys. I mean it takes it takes a while. We have to it's trial and error. Right? <laughs> right, right. And so they had the hot guy and he he bored them, I guarantee. Right, and of course they because do. Because you don't have any problem you've had a series of wives. But no, you've had, you know, you're uh, and I, I I wish I had that many T V series. I, and you've been on a lot of shows. I, I've been too. canceled.
1: I've been canceled on all of them. But
0: but what when, when when did you realize, okay, no, I'm uh I'm confident. No, I'm never really
1: never, 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 never. I not, not. not now. I, I will tell you what I'm confident with. I'm really confident with what I'm teaching. I've never been more confident more well, than you're so passionate more, more, about than on teaching. Stage, more than on stage and you'
0: you're you're a giver you know you just really want to it. that hence have, laughter heals That's I have a, a whole philosophy now, I have a
1: partner now that's stopping me from giving though he <laughs> goes you, you devalue yourself I only have so many hours in a day I fixed up nine different couples I do a lot of stuff for free but I started to get burnt by it you know and even burn out I have this big comedian I hooked him up with this huge deal. Never heard from him, mm.
0: and this happens all the time. This is
1: Hollywood. It's so Hollywood. It's a transactional community, and I'm so not like that. I'm yeah. still friends with my friends from kindergarten. I just lost my friend, unfortunately. Oh, I saw that on your oh, Facebook. I'm sorry man, for your a, loss. Yeah, that's, that's awful. That's a, yeah, that one hurts. Yeah, you went way back. Yeah, kindergarten. Oh, that's shared so a cotton hard. milk together. Our families and oh. friends, and and it, that that one that one was painful. But I look back at all the laughs we had. As a matter of fact, we had a laugh very recent. Right before he uh, <laughs> visit him, in his apartment. My my little daughter, who oh, she's funny.
0: She's beautiful and she's, she has a voice. And she's she really can funny. sing. Oh my god, she is naturally she's a beautiful funny. bird. She's nice got, range.
1: She's got the gift mm-hmm. of laughter and comedy. She's got it down. So this woman, this old lady, he lives at this. A lot of old ladies live at this apartment. She said, and she sees me and him. Now I grew up grew up with this guy. And she says,
2: Oh, look at that. You're you're with your son.
1: Meaning I'm the son.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, he turned purple.
1: Right. Same age. He's a few months. And anyway, and my daughter always called him bobblehead because he tilts his head all the time. So now she called him grandpa bobblehead. <laughs> Everybody loves she that. Grandpa Bobblehead. Yeah. <laughs> and then Grandpa passed away of a heart attack. I was, it was just a, such a shock. I can't stand it, the, you know, the, losing people. And by the way, laughter is so good for you. Back to that. Do you realize how long comedians live and they, they do comedy till the very end? Isn't that great about comedy and you know, laughter? Laughter will sustain your relationship also. Yeah. Listen, we all fade. All this looks fade. Yeah. Believe me. Well, yeah. It's, no, it's, believe it's, me. It I, I know. To, it, goes, <laughs> it goes. You got to work on this. Oh, stuff. yeah. You don't have to yeah. work on your sense of humor. That will keep someone attracted to you. For the rest of your life, you can laugh together. You can't always have sex. You can't always you know, say, hey, you're hot. No, but you can always be laugh- funny. And being around laughter makes you younger. How about how long comedians live? Unless they get into the drugs and all that kind of stuff. But it's like
0: right, Bob which Hope, Jack, do. Jack
1: Benny, George yeah. Burns and a hundred years old, um, Don New Rickles Heart. performed to the end, uh, New Art's still alive, mm-hmm. Norman Lear still mm-hmm, alive. Mm-hmm. Uh Shecky Green. I mean, this is the list is endless. Yeah. Into their nineties and the hundreds. And, I mean, Betty White lived to almost just, yeah. just short of hundred. Uh, That's yeah, a conspiracy, yeah. I think so. I think so Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly.
0: One day one day shy. But it's of, amazing uh, to me how they cancel yeah.
1: comedians when they should be embracing the healers of the world. They Mm -hmm. are the healers of the world. And just being around that energy of laughter is so beautiful. If if only we understood it more. That's why I've laughter heals. I formed it because my best friend, one of my best friends got brain cancer and uh, they gave him three months to live. And I said, all right, that was my literal ha-ha moment. I've been doing comedy for years and getting all the attention. For three
0: decades. And I
1: said, that's it. And I formed Laughter Heels, and he came to every one of my workshops. I do these Laugh for Life workshops. I teach Guide to laughitation. I have a new thing, by the way, you don't know about called Chuckle Chatter, which is really Oh, cool. that's that's a cute. Cool I like that. With. Want me to share how it works? Uh, yeah. All you have to do is laugh, speak, laugh, speak about anything, something mundane. Watch, watch. here's how it works.
0: It's like Meisner technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah see? Exactly.
1: So, so here's what you do. Yeah, no. just say, I'll, I'll say what I did today. I got up, <laughs> I had breakfast. <laughs> Actually, I had cashews for breakfast with bananas, <laughs>
0: with water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you see how it works? There's no way you can at least smile. With
0: yeah, them. yeah, you cannot, you're having a blast. Right? Yeah, just it's saying, contagious, it's absolutely. Contagious and mm-hmm. It's a
1: wonderful thing to catch. And all you have to do is that. So that's my new exercise. So anyway, Golds came, Michael Goldberg. He wrote Cool Runnings, Little Giants. He came to every one of my workshops. And he took all the prescriptions, which include don't watch the news because all they, their whole agenda is to get you afraid. And, and they sell you stuff that will take care of the anxiety they just gave you. And I, he showed right. up for all of it. You know, the prescription was, hey, I'd say, hey, class, everybody come in with your favorite sitcom, every favorite comedy movie. Right. And they would share these, they, they would laugh just at, like talking about scenes, planes, or these automobiles. Oh my God. When they say, no, those aren't pillows. Now ah, they're just laughing at that, just reflecting upon these great movies. And they're put themselves into the a spot where they're watching a movie or a television show. He did it all. He came to comedy shows and they gave him three months to live. He lived 15 years past that prognosis.
0: Oh, wow. Because he had a will
1: to live. He had laughter in his life. I mean, who wants to live in misery?
0: Right, right. So, so the, it, it was, um, uh, I. What do you call when it would? What what is the term when? Um, uh I I went through this with my mom. There's like a medical term when your, um, your life is prolonged, mm-hmm. and it's um, quality of life. Yeah, basically, it was what I'm trying to say. Quali- so so, his quality of life was augmented for those 15 years. It's not, yeah, yeah. So he it's, was headed
1: down. I mean, he really very tough times with chemo and stuff like that and uh, this gave him a he had two reasons to live his daughter it was a year and a half at the, at the diagno- diagnosis so
0: oh goodness she basically lived well that's like 17 70 years old she was when he, when he
1: passed away but she, we did a funeral for him we didn't have a funeral it was a funeral we made uh, fun of him <laughs> we roasted
0: him yeah, so when he finally <laughs> died we roasted him
1: And everybody's laughing and crying, laughing and crying. And his daughter went up and brought the house down because she said... To see my father through your eyes, I've only known him as a sick man, this is an amazing thing because we talked about all the mm-hmm. memories we have with him, all those laughs that we shared, and he's a great comedy writer. And we just, I mean, he directed my movie, The Love Master. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I wish you're
0: very famous, a lot of notoriety from, from The Love Master. Yes. That's you, the- you have to see Craig Shoemaker live to really believe it. Once you get into The Love Master, the crowd just. Yeah,
1: this, this microphone makes you do... You could probably do the Love Master with yeah, this microphone. Yeah,
0: I can't quite do it, That's the a Love way. Master with a cold. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, nasal yeah. Michigan Love Master. Yeah, Ooh, You better... I'm six feet,
1: social distance, six feet. That's just the tip, baby. <laughs> and
0: yeah. they just go wild. Just what? So now, did, did your friend just... Uh, did he know that you had founded Laughter Heal? I mean, because it was 15 years, so he saw oh. this crescendo yeah. of laughter heels and sure. that, that it was making you happy because at that point, did you uh, were you kind of burn out of the shows because you had a lot you were on a lot of shows and you had some um, you know some deals not go through. Yeah. And you know you had you had like some close calls of like being a creator and having your own show and that, you know yeah. that just the Hollywood that's just how it is a lot of failure you get like the the yeah. close calls right. I, you had success but there was also like the close calls that didn't
1: way and, more failure than success
0: so were you kind of you know burnout at this point in two thousand three when when you wanted to just I would say bur- I wouldn't
1: say burnout I'd say there's a shift that took place the shift became it wasn't about me anymore. That's basically where the shift what
0: came. A, well, what a beautiful thing.
1: And then and what happened was because I didn't have the need and the yearning for attention, mm-hmm. you know, this this inauthentic attention that people are giving you, I just had a, a like this really burning desire to connect with people and to help people. And even if I'm helping them through my comedy show because I've had so many, I mean, they come up to me afterwards. I, I have this woman in Florida. her mom passed away and she came to the show two hours later Mm. and she said to me needed to laugh what else was I gonna do yeah she's gone I'm not gonna be with her anymore she was there until the end she came to the comedy show that night we became friends and she thanked me for this big relief and release it was like it was like celebrating her mom instead of going into the, the typical what we're supposed to do that's what's happening with society since the beginning of time we're programmed in a certain way, and again, I coach this. I say, we have to deprogram and recondition ourselves. We're, we're slapped. We're, we're, you know, thrown into different categories. We're labeled. Get in line. Pledge of allegiance. Do what we tell you to do. We'll give you an A. We'll give you a badge. Whatever it is, that's what. But no one's saying you be unique and be you you embrace the you that you are, your uniqueness, you're completely unique. Every one of us is completely unique. We don't want to be in line with everyone else, do we? And that's where... I feel like I can be of service to people in a different way than I used to be. Oh, man, I just well, wanted applause, and everything was based on "Oh, I killed that set." Yeah, oh, and yeah. We go home with that, and we go. It's oh, this I had a worst narcissistic,
0: set ever. and and it's it's inevitable yeah. in Hollywood as, as an actor, as an entertainer in any category, in every capacity, whether you're a musician. A magician, uh, being in front of people and trying to expand your career in the entertainment industry, you are inevitably going to be a narcissist. You have to. So to to, to, um, shift and pivot that attention to other people and to help and to give is just the ultimate just... You know what helps, oh, with, helps with your nerves? I, I, if you're backstage, you say,
1: I'm going to be of service to them. You don't have anxiety. What
0: a wonderful discovery.
1: It was a great discovery. And and he was a big part of that. You know, I, I just something... It was it was literally spiritual. It was just this divinely inspired thing. I went, you know, go to laughter. You call it laughter heals. Develop this. And program. you are very spiritual.
0: Can yeah. we talk about that in, yeah. for a minute? Because yeah. we we had that in common.
1: It's everything to me. It's it's like law of
0: attraction, uh, manifestation. Yeah, high vibrational source. frequency. Yeah,
1: it's like whatever you want to call it, whatever you yeah. deem it to be. Positive awareness, presence, positive—I call genuine energy flow. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. so many things where you just tap in to that source. It makes everything so much easier too, because it's like it's not just you in charge anymore. Yeah, it's you in connection with your true divine self, and that takes over. So then the fear is gone because it's like this is more powerful than fear. This is more powerful than anything. This thing that this. We were made by a creator, and that makes us creative. Is the creator?
0: When did you discover spirituality, and when did you start to lean on that? Like, like were you were you into alcohol, or yeah, did big you, time? Oh, okay, so yeah. did, when when did you drink? At what stage in your career, in the I, early stage? I
1: drank uh, starting at five. I ah. I bonded with my dad. He would visit, and I sat on his lap and drank this, you know, horrible tasting thing. I never liked the taste of booze, but I drank it like crazy. I
0: never stopped just to kind of numb the, yeah, the pain just, of I being that, bullied that, and
1: yeah that heat that went down my throat. Oh, you know, I was just like, ooh, there's a relief. You know, there's was, was also like it was like this built in illusion that you could do anything. You know, you could have more courage um with girls especially sure you, you even had the excuse of, I was drunk you know there's that one right too, right you know, make a of years oh I was drunk you know but I uh, I died I'm... once I died once it still wasn't enough I I uh, overdosed and my head just smashed onto the ground they said it bounced like a bowling ball this is at this outdoor reggae concert in Jamaica and I, oh my God I, I hovered over my body. I just hovered there in in this light and I still remember. Is it
0: what everyone says yeah. if you get euphoric and you see oh. pastel colors and I didn't see
1: pastel. I I but I do rem- <laughs> I still remember it.
0: I, I, well, I, that would I I would imagine you never forget I, something so profound and yeah. scary.
1: It, it wasn't
0: that so, scary. So you died from drinking or drugs, or, I did everything or that. I did Flatline a, rather. I did
1: a red stripe meth coke. Uh, big giant joint. I did not
0: know this about you. I, had, uh, I knew that I you that ganja used to cake. drink.
1: It was a big one. Big ganja cakes. These that, Miss ca- Jenny's that, cakes. That sounds kind of good, N- actually. Nicaro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. well, there's so much <laughs> pot. there. There's so much pot in Jamaica. It uh, was that's... a joke. It was, and I'm very well. Uh, sure,
0: Jamaica, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I used to smuggle it back in my socks because my socks smelled back well, then. Well, because it was so illegal young. back then. Yeah. So yeah. I smuggled it. And I said, even the dogs will not go near my socks. So I would like roll it up in there.
0: So I, you were it, just it, taking a lot of marijuana. I had everything. I, every and, single and thing. And meth? Concert. Shit. I, I never meth, knew that about you. Folk.
1: I did every drug. I did, never shot. That was the only thing. Okay. I never, never did needles. I was like, oh, I can't be a drug addict. I never did a
2: needle. <laughs> so yeah. I had everything no. I've, and I I've passed out similar. standing
1: up at this reggae concert, very small concert. And I, just, and, wow. and I just went down. And there were these nurses. I happened to be with nurses. I was hanging out with these nurses yeah, from Philly. That was c- pretty convenient. Yeah. <laughs> so they revived me. And that night was the longest night of my life. though. I had like this devil. And you know, remember Animal House, the devil and God, yeah. you know, the angel or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were talking on both sides of me. I, the devil was saying, you will be here for the rest of your life. You are never going to be able to leave this island because you're so gone. I thought it was gonna be one of those like a homeless Vegetable. person just walking yeah. up to people, hey, the the Roman numeral twenty-one looks like the inside of an electric generator. Damn. I thought it was just gonna be that crazy guy. Oof. And that's what this person told me. This this and the other one was going, come to me, come to me, come to me. You no, know, you can't let and I just was up all night with this just spinning and oh, spinning. Torture. I can't believe they left me alone. But anyway, but I hovered over my body, I'll never forget them saying, This this Rasta guy, this voice so, so clear to me to this day. You know, because I'm white. He goes, pasty man, did too much mushroom tea. I forgot mushroom (laughs) tea. That was another one I did. All this in one night. Everything. Red stripe beer. You're
0: really fortunate that you I
1: always have to have more.
0: That that you got back into your body. I'm a a more whore. I'm a more So extreme. Everything. Extreme. Oh yeah, I, I still have it to this Not day, like by the able way. to have like two glasses. You just wanted no, to have the bottle.
1: I would make. I would. I was so angry at people that would leave a little bit of wine in the yeah, glasses. I would actually yeah. go around and finish it for them. I don't like when. Well, people is leave that, that, that part
0: house. of maybe growing up poor too? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's part yeah, of. Yeah. I had a weight problem for a while because I just yeah. I was I was really really broke and so I was afraid to leave anything right. on my plate because I right. wasn't sure you know, when I was going to eat again. So I would, I would overeat.
1: Yeah. I guess there's that too. Plus it's free if it's free. Right. You know, you just got to go around to a wedding or whatever it is. And with,
0: I mean, yeah. And and with alcohol, when you're younger, it's like, oh, that's money. That's worth something.
2: Yeah.
1: And
0: then, you know, with your pain too, numbing the pain. So there you go. All those components together. And just that (laughs) equals flatlining.
1: You know what's so funny is you're in the wine, you know I am. And, and, That's and, and my bread and, and I, butter. I would go to wine tastings, not for the tasting, just for the free drinks. Yeah. Oh, I would pound them those, down. Those
0: people come to my I think I need a little, little more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people get a oh, inebriated exactly. at my wine tastings exactly. still. I, and I yeah, I never
1: got I never understood alcohol, like the, the bouquet and the snifters, you know, the Hennessy's and all that. The art of it. it. There is. There's, all you know, I like
0: there's poetry about. and all I that. I but... I never
1: got it. All I cared about was get me drunk.
0: You know, I. Well, I, with I, your uh, background. My it's... first
1: drinks were stolen drinks of stolen booze. I just put it into a mason jar, a big mason jar. I called it weasel piss. And, and we would drink pain. weasel piss and we would just hold our nose and shoot it down. That's all that counted. And, and feel Not good.
0: taste. Feel good. Well, feel. Three, 30 seconds later. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's in the pain out of my body, and now Mm -hmm. I like the spiritualities. I'm in my body now. Well, that's kind of where I was going
0: with this because you know um, I have been through periods where I drink heavily, Mm. and um, I did a lot of drugs when I lived in Miami, and then when I stopped, that's really when I started to lean on my spirituality and discovered. So that's was it. Kind of just that a natural. uh, You you just that was my
1: introduction was to once i got clean of everything is i had to have something to replace it you know i i I don't understand the people who do this willpower thing, and you know they call it white knuckling. I really don't get why you'd want to be like that. I don't have white knuckles. I'm free, yeah, and very happy, and I don't care what someone else drinks. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't at all. Like I drink away. I didn't
0: even know uh, we had hung out say a few anything, times. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wasn't really sure. I'm I just I, casual about I did it, not yeah. get the feeling at all that you were. Yeah, you know, um, I don't, sober.
1: I don't like to talk about it because. You know, people are intimidated. They 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 get intimidated. They 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 feel they guilty. They like feel they guilty. like they can't drink
0: yeah. around you. Right. Or, I yeah. Yes, I don't
1: care. It's not your problem. It's like if I have diabetes and I'm shooting my insulin, I'm doing that. Doesn't affect you. I'll, yeah. I'll try to do it in another room, or I'll drink my water in another room. I,
0: I have no guilt drinking in front of you. Just letting you know. Oh, good. <laughs> good. <Drink away laughs> and I know there. that you've noticed. I, I've never noticed. <laughs> no. No.
1: I did notice. You know, Isn't this, this podcast called
0: right, Drinking During Business Hours? So we would normally be drinking. Am I your first? Oh, what, yeah, am I your first
1: yeah. so, sober? Person? Well, I put.
0: Uh, I, I now have made the adjustment in the intro. Sometimes my guests they don't drink, and I just drink. And uh, but I'm not drinking tonight, though. It I know is,
1: you've got the seltzer water here. Yeah,
0: the, Are these good though? Simple. I I'm, I don't want to give any, and I'm kind of in a a spat with my sponsor right now, so. Uh, oh, that's really? one of the reasons I'm not drinking. Oh. I'm not promoting anything tonight. <laughs> okay. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it worked out. It worked out really well. But um, yeah, I never really knew that about you. And then Isn't it but we have we have that in common, you know, that um leaning hard on spirituality. It makes me feel good. Spirituality makes me feel better. Yeah. And I get through the day and I get because you know, sometimes in Hollywood, it's not just day to day, it's moment to moment.
1: May I say something to you about you and your life and career? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. This this is said as a, an experience of you. There might be some suggestion in here. There might be something because there's one thing. You know, I'm a big fan of yours for a long time now, mostly as a human being and also as a comic. Thank you. I think that you will... Find more success when you let go and surrender some of this st- stuff. That's what I think. Some yeah. of the some of the ideas of I have to have this audition, I have to have this, I have to have new photos, whatever it is. There's a I believe that once you become that you don't need them anymore, yeah, that's when they're gonna need you.
0: Well, I would whew, just that that thought just puts me at ease because yeah, there is a lot of anxiety and there's yeah. a lot. And I, I feel like we're trying to catch up for, we're trying to make up for lost time because of the quarantine and the pandemic. And with me, my age, you know, I started a little later yeah. and I took a hiatus from acting. So I started, you know, in my early forties and like, Oh shit, I'm behind. I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up. Yeah. You See know? how you're breathing and right and, there. It's, yeah. yeah heavy, but that's, yeah. that's, you know, and, and right. I wake up like this, <laughs> Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> Michael yeah. Beckwith, Agape. Yeah, right, right. incense, incense. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, but yeah, yeah, you know. So, but letting go if,
1: and letting higher source take over. That's you know, the heads a bad neighbor. You don't you don't want to go in alone. So, who you go in with is yourself, your highest self. Yeah, and that will take over. And we don't know what our destiny is. But when you set it up that that's got to be my destiny, we're set up for failure. I have great failure stories. I don't know if we have time, but I have really great failure stories. I mean, including you said I won Community Year. Yeah. It was one of the worst nights of my life.
0: Why? I would love to hear this story. You never shared it with me.
1: Oh, really? So- I was really on the rise How old were you? Young guy 20s Okay And
0: And you've been on some shows At this point Yeah yeah. I never really You had a lot of buzz Around you A lot of buzz Yeah Mm -hmm. You're hobnobbing With celebrities Deals
1: and celebrities And a whole deal All those things You dream about All came true And it definitely Culminated into this Oscar We had the Oscars For comedy Because there's no Oscar For comedy But now we had our own uh, American Mm -hmm. comedy awards And Lily Tomlin, Mm -hmm. legend, Roseanne Barr, legend, Mm -hmm. and the winner is Craig Shoemaker, right? And I took the stage in front of a black tie affair. I mean, there I am, little Craig Shoemaker. With with these big names. Little little, little Craig Shoemaker. fatherless, you know, little insecure, little beaten up Craig Shoemaker. Wow, I've arrived. I didn't feel like I arrived. I feel like a phony. And people backstage dissed me. I went out at night and I'm going. Where do I go? I have a limousine by myself. Who do I share this with?
2: Mm.
1: I went to the comedy store, which I don't even go to the comedy store that much. With my trophy, they laughed at me, they humiliated me, they shamed me, just like the bullies when I was growing up. Now my com- comedy community was completely shunning me, hack, thief, all the stuff that they call
0: out of jealousy, and they're probably older.
1: But you, but you can't, you can't say. You know, my mom used to say when I picked on I go, oh, they're jealous. In your heart, you can't use that as like the excuse. You go, oh, you can't dismiss it.
0: The no, feeling is
1: still there of the being attacked. The feeling is
0: still there. It's still
1: there of being attacked. So it was one of the loneliest nights of my life, and it meant nothing to my life or career. Nothing. The Emmys don't mean it. All these awards, you know, I always say my favorite award is I got an award for the horse's ass a horse's ass award at my ex wife's family reunion. That I'm proud of. I earned that. I earned, <laughs> no, I earned the horse's ass. I am, so that trophy sits ahead of all the others.
0: Well, that's family and, related and, and yeah, you know, well, yeah. I, and, and it has to do you're with. You're part of I, a I unit. It's and, who I am. It's and, who I am. I'm more of a and, horse's
1: ass than I am a winner. I mean, I love being a horse's ass. To me, that's the win because I'm letting go of all these expectations, all the results stuff. So what I'm saying to you is, through my experience, I will tell you, when I'm in the moment, look, I'm having a great time right now in the moment. Yeah, just hanging too. with you, connecting with you. Yeah. What a wonderful, wonderful feeling that is. There's nobody that's approving, there's nobody, there's no audience, we're not getting. I don't have. There's no call-ins, there's nobody crew approving, yeah. there's nobody applauding, there's no standing mm-hmm. ovation, we're not getting a series out of it. All that's out the window, so in the presence, in the now, we just have that. This is it. And I'm not being getting healed. even with anyone anymore. I used to think, Oh, I'll get even with all those girls. Didn't go to the prom with me. That's all that used to be my motivation. But that used to be, yeah. 13 girls didn't go to the prom with me. I still know their names. But,
0: but Did, did, did you contact them at one point? Oh, like, I Hey, look at oh, me they, now. They
1: better see me
2: now.
0: <laughs>
1: better see me. I don't look how big we- I became. You're going re- to regret it. No, they don't regret it.
0: Oh, come on. No, I would imagine, you know, you've got quite, you know quite the, you a few know, if they, DMs. If, and-
1: if they regretted it, it would be because of the man that I became, not the person I became on stage or on a screen. Yes. It would be because somebody would be attracted to that rather than the other. They might be attracted to the other, but that will never happen.
0: I would imagine they'd have some guilt with, uh, I mean, the bullies. Maybe not the the girls that didn't go to prom, but bullies. But the bullies, I I know one's in th- prison. Okay, I'm very happy. Well, about okay, so that kidding. that's <laughs> redemption. Yeah, I, that's. I
1: got, I got I got kind of a comeuppance on most of them, really, because you look at their lives now. Yeah. You know, so there's a bit of a comeuppance, but I don't have that feeling. Like, ah, see, yeah, but I I don't walk into these rooms and think that. I I walk into rooms and think, how can I see someone for who they are? Like a lot of people, they do have me up now. I'm a little little famous. I go to my reunion or whatever it is. I don't look at them and go, you know, I'm going to talk down to them or have them ask me questions about Hollywood or whatever it is. I will look at and say, what are you up to? Yeah. And really note and remember their name. They're shocked. I know everybody's name, but they have no idea. The reason I remember their name is all my wounds from back then. I was wounded so many times that it sticks in your soul it sticks in your it's yeah. there for a long time if, if forever Those but it's years. fantastic because it's utilized now in a positive way. I turned all of it around in a positive way. Now I can help people, share my experience, give some give some hope to people who are down because I've been down and out and never ever. But now it's a it's the opposite. My son was visiting and I have a partner, and we're driving with my partner's father, who's just like me. He's a lot like me, and they're it
0: is, and they call, were optimistic. So, so your partner is younger.
1: My partner's a little younger. Yes, he's in his forties. And then my so son is, when you my say partner, that, wait, my business partner. Yeah, your I, business I, I partner. I thank God you he's know,
0: there I mean, he can, If you're listening, uh, <laughs> oh that's true. That's true. That is true. These, for for those of you who are still listening,
2: everything
0: we got to qualify everything now. You know, <laughs> that should be my new merch. If you're still listening, I was. <laughs> so yeah. So, so your your business uh, we're driving, partner. There's four of us in this car. Mm-hmm. We're going
1: to this. We're trying to make a deal, and uh, I'm talking. I'm, I'm really up and everything. And and the two the two, my son and the other son are like, oh, these guys, they, we're so optimistic. So they he's called opto one and I'm opto two. And I love it. My opto. mom, I call my mom, she goes, I love how optimistic you are.
2: And when, <laughs> your, sister, your, when your sister calls, your, when
1: your sister calls, I'm walking on eggshells. I'm preparing <laughs> for the worst. You're always so, and I went oh. through a down period a few weeks ago. She was so upset. She would call me. To, how are Checking you doing in. today? It should be all tentative. How are you doing today? She wanted me to go, "I'm magnificent" because that's what I'll say. "I'm fantastic." She needs that now. She you know, the she, adrenaline,
0: the shot of adrenaline she, of positivity. Yeah. And
1: when I was down, I was down for a few days. And then, and then it COVID, happens. COVID. Oh boy. I didn't get it bad, but it really took me out.
0: Wait, know? when did you get COVID? But I don't think two months ago.
1: Oh, okay. I got
0: it 3 months ago. Maybe I did too. So I was kind of like a late. I wonder if it was when we were mine, hiking or got, something. Did you give it to me? <laughs> um, I, I got, the, let's see, I got mine over New Year's.
1: Oh, no, no. Mine was after that. It was a few weeks after that. And I got it in Arizona. I was hanging out with the crowds afterwards. Oh. This is how codependent I am. Okay, I couldn't let that one go. The meet and greets. Okay, because then they call you a snob, and I'm no. And plus, I really do like meeting. I have, still have friends, like fan friends. You know, I, there's oh, you two have families, so many two families, fans, in, in Southern, droves.
0: In they come from all over yeah. to see you. I, I it's, it's so the impressive. It's the
1: connection. It it's is the, the connection. Con- it's nothing to do with the comedy. Not well, maybe something.
0: No, but, you're so funny. You're so, you're the best.
1: But they they have, they feel that. You really are the best. You know,
0: there oh, there okay. really is no one funnier <laughs> than you. I really believe that. Yeah, And I, I, it just, it's to see you on stage is, it, everyone should experience that.
1: Well. Yeah. You know, it's hard to keep uh, audiences. They want to see a TikTok star now. Oh. Uh, not me. So I've given up. I've given up the idea of ever growing in comedy, like being famous. I gave that up too. By the way, that's when I'll get well, famous. That, that's that's why it's probably yeah, it's
0: probably gonna happen now. But you're not giving up the the road and being. I, I, I will. I okay. will It's when
1: it that critical
0: mass. I have to make some? a
1: certain amount of money. Yeah. And boy, was that tough during COVID.
0: But you figured out a way. I did. You were yeah. one of the creative ones, I've and you let me in on a few shows. I really appreciate that. Now I need you for I have you a You made cartoon. me feel relevant, so
1: <laughs> you know
0: during during a dark time. Oh, that was tough. You yeah. were you were yeah you were a they solace. They have a, they for have a me. thing called
1: a uh, celebrity net worth, and it says uh, ten, Craig should make her ten million dollars. I crossed Those out things. the million. I put dollars. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm worth. during COVID. it was horrible. I'm a, I was really well. Rough.
0: You're just so used to that incoming. I mean, did, yeah you know you're so in demand but it's it's not basically anymore. performing shows though
1: you know what happened though all the stadium acts are now doing the comedy clubs so i'm out you know i'm not at the top of the list you have to draw they don't care how you do yeah i i pound for pound but, i'm the only tra- one who gets standing ovation I know we're it doesn't t- from michigan we are yeah how do you know that did you I, check uh, that's coming up i do you check on the ticket
2: sales.
0: <laughs> I love you. I have people coming. We're going to my hometown. But See before, like we we toured the the west side of Michigan. That's not. Those aren't really right. You know, this is the east. This is Flint. This is, this your, is Detroit. Your peeps. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping to be a draw. I hope so. So, I haven't
1: haven't been there in about three, four years.
0: But you're a draw everywhere you go because you cultivate your fan base. A little bit, but it's it's definitely. And my my base is dying.
1: That's the problem. (laughs) They're dying or they stay indoors. That's. This is an issue. It's an issue. I'm trying to get younger people to follow me. And well, get your young not kids easy.
0: to get you on TikTok. You uh, have. I know right?
1: that's what I have to do next. I don't like looking for formulas. I, don't like doing I just want to be me. I want to yeah. be me, and I don't like you know.
0: No more. I don't want to be on another thing. And as soon as you get used to one, like I was tweeting, yeah. right, and I start to learn how
1: to tweet, I'm going. This is okay. I got thirty-five thousand followers. I'm nice.
0: That's a nice following. Oh,
1: nobody. Nobody anymore likes my stuff. I've spent half my life trying to come up with something funny for Twitter, and no one says, can you throw me a like or a retweet? If I get seven, it's a lot. And I'm writing brilliant <laughs> stuff. It pisses oh, me off. I know. So now it i move moving over to Instagram. I don't know how to and do that. Someone's teaching me. You're to-
0: building it, though. I see that you're building your Instagram, but it's just one thing about Twitter. It's just what, what gets, like, someone can write the most mundane, stupid, just, like, not even a joke and get. 1,400 likes. So it has nothing to do with... I don't get it. It's just audience and engagement. I I don't want to figure out these formulas. It's just just time, time, time.
1: And the thing is, like I said before, I'm a marathoner, not a sprinter. And here's the thing. When you're watching a track meet, you're not watching marathoners. People don't have the patience to watch a marathoner. And that's the thing. You have to have patience and want to...
0: Oh, that's a really, really interesting analogy. And new... Yeah, new,
1: people new to comedy are not patient they're, No, they're, they're living in a world where first of all they're going to look at their cell phone most of your show they want TikTok you can scan through TikTok literally like just one after another after another after another you can watch another video I'm, I get addicted to it sometimes or, or Instagram well
0: sometimes we just need brain candy too just, just, just want to take candy. a break but I, I don't really I'd rather watch a good show I'm addicted to Wordle these days do you know Wordle? No. You don't know Wordle? Oh, oh is that the... the I,
1: better, I better not tell you about it. It's oh, addictive. really? Yeah, it's addictive, yeah.
0: You know what I did last night? What? I watched Cat on a Hot Tin Roof with Elizabeth Taylor and mm. Paul Newman. Mm. I had a show that was canceled because of the weather. Really? So I stayed... I, I was supposed to do Supernova last night. That show just is. It, it just relies on the wet because it was really cold. It was supposed to rain, so it got canceled. But anyway... I, I was I thought, okay, I should probably go network somewhere I should probably go to a comedy store, I should probably go to the laughing. I went home and I put on wow. cat on a hot tin classic. roof and yeah, yeah that's and, a classic and just right there. stayed in and turned on the fireplace and yeah. had popcorn and just did I can't remember the last time i I did something like that. I felt guilty.
1: Why would you feel guilty
2: because yeah, you right.
0: weren't networking because I wasn't doing something. I, oh did, I, I need to learn how to be still. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, when you being say still, just like let go and being just. Be still
1: will nourish you. The other, you take yourself away from yourself and you can't be as present for the next time you are going to be on a stage or in any room to build your authentic self, a self that loves to watch an old classic. That's who you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You're not the networker. You're much more comfortable with the other. So now, when you're talking to someone, you have these divine connections with people. You can talk about the things that you love. The things I one of the things I coach is the acronym for laughter is L is for love, A is for acceptance, and part of that acceptance is what you don't accept, what you're attached to. The other A, right? And a U is for understanding. You have to have an understanding of things. You have to figure things out, and a lot of times we don't. But the G is for gratitude because you have to really. You have to lock into gratitude before you can appreciate anything you have to have the pain before you can really experience the pleasure and then the h is for humility and that's a big one for us is to be humble and to admit our faults our fumbles our stumbles our rumbles our crumbles people love it it's endearing to people it brings them in more so than bragging more so than networking more so than not being yourself and then um and now where are we a uh, tease for truth truth is everything in comedy if you tell your truth no one can deny it they can be mad at your opinion they can be mad at something you say a joke that you say if you share your experience you're sharing yourself they can't deny it they can't say you're an asshole for feeling that, like, for experiencing that they can't and the e's a big one for me is ego i filed for divorce for my ego Mm. About a year and a half ago. And what an experience that has been. Now Lit tries to stay married to me. It says, Hey, remember we had that great yeah. sex in the back of the car? Yeah, I go, yeah. No, no, I see you. I mm-hmm. see you. Yes, mm-hmm. I recognize
0: that. And I'll, I'll wander over there. But then I go ah! Maybe just one more blow job and then we're really <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm really done with you. One more, one more in the back of the Cadillac <laughs> and never again. But yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And the
1: last one is like all those rewords, reboot, rejoice reset. We always get a better a chance to go right back to this. Life. So if you lock into what you love, everything comes from that space. And we can't love something that's out there. We can't love something that we're we think is going to, to make us happy that we're trying to get you can never love that. You can only love the things you're present with. Like I love walking into uh see my kids sleeping. Mm. I watch them sleep and they have this little innocent face and I just go, Oh my
0: God. With love. their beautiful children, too. I have this
1: beautiful love feeling, and that's present. And I'm not networking to have that experience. So anything that I love, I list it. You know, it could, be any, it could be just by the ocean and listening to the ocean fill mm. me. Love, that's a love feeling. There's nothing else. I don't have any agenda, nothing I desire, nothing I fear. When I'm in that space, that's a space of love then the laughter comes out of that because we are now pure we can just connect with that space in us that has all of this brilliance and all of this potency and th- this love and this energy that we're releasing and where someone else is catching that and feeding it back to us becomes cyclical and that's how you have that unbelievable
2: Connection. genuine
1: energy flow that mm-hmm. happens it's just it's it's an amazing experience i i i, I love that part of comedy I don't love the, all the business of comedy, and I don't love any of that stuff. No, of I course don't. not. I never hung, it's, clubs, it's never hung out in comedy clubs. Just, it's heartache.
0: Never hung out in comedy
1: clubs. It's just—it's a lot of toxicity.
0: It is. I it's a very low vibration.
1: It's a low vibration. So I'm going to step aside from it. So tonight we networked by just having this by simple having conversation, a, yeah, this
0: right? Nice connection. We have no idea who's listening. A friend.
1: No idea who's hearing it. If you're listening out there, if you're still listening, <laughs> the recording
0: button is still going. Um, I can't thank you enough, really, for your time tonight. Sure. And it's always so nice to catch up with you. We hike yeah. sometimes, and we have I these know. philosophical conversations. I know. We need to hike some is, more. May we do that, please? And we'll
1: call. We'll call John Oates on our next. Okay, day. so
0: that happened. <laughs> We were hiking, and, uh, big and, and we, were, we were on our are. way to a trail. You're a really big Hall Oates fan. I am the most gigantic notes fan who has probably ever lived. I know every single lyric. I know, I go every single song, every album, every I love. He just, he just it puts me, me in a happy place. Um, and you calmed me tonight. You do have a, a. I'm happy for you. I'm so happy for you that. Uh, it, I'm, I'm digging. I'm, I'm happy digging digging for you, teaching. I'm d- I'm and, really and I'm happy for teaching. everyone else that, that that is lucky enough to to be in your path where you can share. So this.
1: Oates is now going solo And so is so is Hall He just texted me right Oh He said they're going to go out later in the summer So I'll take
0: you to a Are concert Are you sure this is public information You're like sharing a private text that he just sent you no, it, because, no, I'm promoting <laughs> By the way him. I'm going solo I'm You're promo- like... <laughs> No 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 it's, He says I'm doing solo
1: He's with Daryl later on in the summer Early oh. fall Okay, So oh, I'm okay. going to take you to a concert And take you backstage
0: I will lose my shit All I'll right. be good I'll be good he, I think that's the only that I would only be starstruck meeting those guys. Really? Yeah, because wow. I met everybody. You know, I mean, we I we're in Hollywood. We yeah. see people. We, we meet all people. have those people. That but would those do are that my. That's it. Yeah. yeah,
1: Springsteen for me.
0: Okay, I think yeah. you told me about
1: yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I just haven't met him yet. I only want to meet him if he's wow. like into what I do. I don't want to be like all fawning I, I on. Really for go, some reason, hey, I'm make a man, I love, I love you. I, w- stuff, man. I would
0: think you would both have one another on speed dial. You just seem to be. I would a, from the from the same tribe. Yeah. Very um, I real. Was, I was a little. I, now that's angry. a real. I, I, for the first open, time vulnerable now, person,
1: I was very. Oh, I read his book. I everything. I was disappointed in his. Um, you have to be vaccinated to go to his concert. I was oh. a little. I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. What if you're allergic to? The, so that means if you're allergic to the chemicals, you, you can't go see them. I thought that was disappointing. And I if was it, surprised. And if you're vaccinated, and you're, why are you worried about it if somebody else? That doesn't make any sense.
0: That to was me. the fear. It doesn't. Everyone you know, was it uneducated. Cut it We're off. still uneducated. I, know, I don't when I know. When are we gonna know? But I'm. When, I'm when like, is it gonna come out? I'm
1: like a common sense guy. I'm like, it's well, just, wait a yeah. minute. If you can be allergic to, to and, a peanut and die, how do you know you can't be allergic to something that's in here? You know, you're not gonna shame me into not researching because I could be killed by it. You don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We, we know. don't know. I mean, no, no. You know? And, and so, we shouldn't and judge people, people too. Yeah. So that bothered me about him of all people. And Neil Young also, I couldn't believe Neil the way Young he went I after know. Joe Rogan who, and, and
0: Joe Rogan, Joni no, Mitchell. He, and yeah,
1: here's the trope in the narrative that goes on. It's like, Oh, he's, the, if you take medical advice from Joe Rogan, it's like you're so unoriginal. Just be smart. He's not saying that he's no. giving medical advice. He's sharing it's himself. His own speech. experience. He has a podcast, he, so he, he can also, talk about whatever he wants he also, to talk about. He has people on with an alternative view, yes, and they have, they have credibility. Purposely. You can choose to believe them or you not choose to believe them. Just like any political candidate, you vote for one, and the other. You know, it doesn't. It just makes no sense to me where we are. we're so tribal it, now and everyone just follows the tribe. That was another
0: gross in- injustice. So, so it surprised like, me. Neil whether Young, you like Joe people. Rogan or not, that was yeah. a gross injustice. Neil Young
1: went after him. And this is a guy Spotify. that did one of the oh, great songs was
0: four dead in Ohio, mm-hmm.
1: President Nixon. He went after Nixon. He went for four dead in Ohio. It was about the Kent State Massacre. That was like about
0: a contradiction, uh, right? Uh, Yeah, he's saying like, don't
1: you know the man? The man is killing us, taking us down, sending us to war,
0: and now he's—he's become the man. He's—he became the man. Yeah.
1: Oh, it makes no
0: sense. Yeah. So sad to
1: me. Yeah. I will never become the man, and I'm so proud of that. I'll be—I'm a man. I, I, you are a man. But, uh, You've but, grown uh, into it. But uh, yeah, six but,
0: foot two and good looking. I'll say it again. I feel like you need to hear it. I don't know.
1: Well, <laughs> I might have an ex wife coming soon. So pass the word around. If you—if you have any hot friends, you might think I'm good looking. Well, I,
0: is it called your ego? What's that? The ex.
1: My ex is. My, I'm going. Oh, uh, that's oh, a callback. Oh, oh, See, I'm callback. not good at the callbacks. Oh, call to my you
0: gotta, you gotta better. I need to get I, better at oh, the callbacks. My,
1: my wife is on menopause, which basically that, that was mean, a good that, callback. That Come on, that was a good one. Yes, I divorced my <laughs> my ego. Another divorce. <laughs> menopause means put men on pause. I've been yeah, on pause yeah. for a very long time <laughs> I know, now, I never heard that and I'm not. I'm not happy about it. But uh, who knows? Who knows? What else? By
0: the way, well, <laughs> okay, so we're right. going. So we're going on tour. We're gonna. We're going to Michigan.
1: Maybe after this show, I will increase my Instagram following.
0: <laughs>
1: Isn't that sad?
0: <laughs> you don't get it. By the way, you don't make a dime well, it, from it. You don't make a dime from it. Well, you kind of do. You give it away for free. I don't know. These, these, that, that's why, that's why restaurants can't get waiters, young waiters. They're all at home making money on the internet, uh, TikTok and is? Instagram. That's, Yeah, they're influencers now. Unbelievable. That's why they can't find a dishwasher. And I can't be an influencer
1: (laughs) with my stand-up comedy that I'm funny, and you say I'm one of the funniest ever. How can I not make that kind of money? Isn't that an influence? Influence them through humor? Influence them from shifting Shifting into into the beauty of life. Yeah, that's. I, I don't
0: I don't know what some of them do. Folks, if you're I, I listening, do know it's a skill. if you're listening, <laughs> don't, make don't,
1: laughter the priority in your life. If, if
0: you're still listening, that's going to be make
1: it number one. That's my new, merch. I want that's your T-shirt. If you're still <laughs> listening, I I'm like gonna, that. I'm
0: going to bring it to me. I'm going to I'm going to bring those those T-shirts to Michigan. That will be my merch. I hope
1: that that if there if we get any essential message out of this, but how much time do we spend together?
0: Oh uh, my god. Wh- an hour and a half. We well, said of forty-five bliss. minutes. I know. I have a driver waiting. I know. We should get going. And you know, I'm he not going to tell me he's there till six in the morning. I, I, hold, I don't. Hold. I'm not going to edit any of it out either because I think it's all wonderful. <laughs> I don't think I, it needs. By the way, any,
1: Sarah, I'm with you. I don't like editing. Yeah. I no, this podcast. was natural. It was organic. Come back on it my podcast. We had a great excellent. one. Excellent.
0: Um, you had me Thank as you. a guest. It was fantastic. I have a new
1: one now called Enlightened Up.
0: Enlightened Up.
1: And it's all about. And lightening, and lightening up. We need to. We need. Are we to, gonna light up? Yeah. You know, we. Well, you we don't light up, but we sometimes I smoke up. cigarettes. You do?
0: Sometimes. I haven't seen that. It helps heard. me feel poetic when I'm writing.
1: You know that I uh, I quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's. I won't do it around you then.
0: Wow. No one knows. My grandmother oh, somehow oh, knows. They know. I don't oh, they My grandmother know. somehow knows. Somehow knows. My grandmother. Your pores. My well no she's she's if you in come Michigan near me, I will
1: know I will know. No, You, you have not had one today though. Like
0: no, like like You haven't a, had one today. Maybe right? two a month. Well like when I'm, you know. Oh, I do. Just, oh, I wish
1: I could do that.
0: Yeah. The addict just in like me like I, I can't have one <laughs> it pisses me off. Oh, people like so, you piss me off. Okay, so I'm not going to light up enlightened up your enlightened up podcast. It's, so that's it's
1: blending spirituality with comedy. I'm building a bridge that. from the woo-woo to the haha I
0: it's absolutely. Comedians are cynical adore and sarcastic. They that. don't
1: realize that they have this beautiful truth of of spirit within them that they let out. It's fantastic what they're doing. They're healers. And then you've got these spiritual people that are too serious. Namaste. You know, and the prayers, and the—I mean, putting your hands together and doing everything right, and sitting on a rock in Sedona. You don't need to do that. You can become enlightened just by laughing. Yeah. And I hope that's what they—they they got out of this today.
0: I hope so. So yeah. enlightened. Some inspiration. Enlightened up. Yes. And that's available and everywhere, everything. right? YouTube. Every... You can watch it. Okay. YouTube. Actually. Uh, you have a book coming out. Well, we
1: won't advertise that until. the uh, Okay. Time comes. Okay. Yeah. And but but, but get your current uh-huh. book. I can promote craigshoemaker.com you sign up I have command the room I, it's a coaching
0: program command the room
1: yes command the room.net and I love coaching people so I'm here to coach you in bringing humor to your life we're miserable right now and we're we don't miserable. know. How, we, we also we also don't know how to handle our feelings that's what happened Will Smith doesn't know how to handle his feelings the anger we have the to hand- have the tools yeah to deal with we can't I've had incidents recently like people snapping out losing themselves
0: and Are I have telling to... the booker that they're offended by your joke oh, god, god i mean no. just oh, give... way worse than that i've had oh. terrible, terrible snap outs anyway so, so you're so coaching you, wonderful Sarah. to hang with you Ch- uh, and check craigshoemaker.com for his uh, upcoming shows yeah. he's uh, on on the road constantly Um, We are touring Michigan. We're at Comedy Castle, April 27th through the 30th. We have five or six shows. Something like that. Yeah, about, about, yeah. Let's Um, fill it up. Yep, yep. Thursday through Sunday. Um, You can can get uh, the the tickets on my website, sarahjhalstead.com, craigshoemaker.com. We're going to be there with our merch, baby. And Craig, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. This was great. What a delight. Until the next time.